powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. I'm lifting my phone because I got the Harvest mobile app there. And let's make our confession of faith together. One, two, ready, let's go. I'm ready to receive and fully submit to God's word, which is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. In this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Remain standing for just one second. Just one second. Go to John chapter 14, verse number 12. Y'all, it's the final message in the series, Go. So that means we got to go out with a bang. I said we got to go out with a bang. Somebody say, Lord, I'm expecting. Say, Lord, speak to me right now. Say, answer every prayer right now. John 14, 12, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me, say, Lord, I believe. Say, and help every area of unbelief. Whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. What did Jesus do? Heal blinded eyes. Say, I can do that too. Say, I can do it too. Jesus raised people from the dead. Say, I can do that too. Uh, Jesus had miracles. He took two fish and five loaves of bread and fed 5,000 men plus women and children. Somebody said, I can take a little of something and turn it into a whole lot. Say, it doesn't matter how I start. I'm blessed to make it bigger. He, he, he says, he says, he says, the same works that I do, they'll do. And here's the part I like. And greater works than these. Say, greater works. works. Will he do because I'm going to the Father? Lay your hands on yourself. Say your first, middle, and last name. Say, it is finally time for you to step on the stage called greater works. Say, you are at this church with this man of God 
Because God is ready to manifest a movement of greater. And it starts in your seat. In Jesus' name. If you believe what you just prayed, I need a praise in this atmosphere. I said I need a praise in this atmosphere. Father, speak to us now that we will move and walk in those things that you've ordained, customized, tailor-made. This message for us, your people, that we move in the greatness you've called us to. It is time for greater works. It is time for greater works. It is time for greater works. I'm going to say it until I get some agreement in here. It is time for greater works, and it is so in Jesus' name. Somebody shout hallelujah. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Jesus says that if we believed in him, 915, we do greater works than him. Because Jesus was not erecting a monument. What's a monument? A monument says, look here. Here's something we did in the past. Can I tell you, your neighbor's issue is that they have been living life by monuments. What do you mean? Remember back in 88. Remember back in 98. Remember back in 08. And I'm going to tell you, God says, I need you to forget about your monuments of the past because I want to make a move out of your life. That's a movement. A movement is a group of people working together to advance their cause. I'm here to tell you, you're not here by accident. I'm here to tell you, you didn't find harvest by accident. You didn't discover us by accident. God is too wise to be dumb. What do you mean, Bishop? There's no word coincidence in the Hebrew language because coincidences do not exist. The word coincidence had to be created for our language to explain something that couldn't be explained. But in God's original language, there is no word for coincidence. Because what you call coincidence, God calls it divine providence. You may have just been going through your feed like the praise report I just read. But what you didn't know is God says, I need you to see something. Maybe somebody invited you here uh, on the bus and you've never seen that person again in your life. It's because God says, I need to get you to a place where everything that's in you can be unlocked. Everything that's in you can be released because God says, I did not die for you just to pay bills and die. But I died for you to do some greater works. I need you to shake your neighbor's arm like you're going to shake it off and say, it's time for greater works. Your days of struggling are over. Your days of depression are over. Your days of discouragement are over. Your days of drama and mess are over. You're not in a monument, baby. You've stepped into a movement. Here's how Jesus did it, and here's the same way we're going to do it. Number one, watch this. you got to be saved, saved. Now, somebody, one of my, one, uh, one of my friends taught me that uh, when you say it twice, it's like got extra emphasis. So, 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 you know, so, so, so you got to be saved, saved. Say, say, I'm saved, saved. Now, you can't just be saved. You got to be saved, saved. All right, 90% of people that become Christians, listen, fall away in two years or less. Here's why. Because when they fall, when they make mistakes or have disappointments, they go back to the old way of life, not realizing we're not only saved from something. Somebody say, I'm not going to hell. But watch this. That's good, but that's not it. You're not just saved from something, you're saved for something. Oh, y'all not talking to me. And what you've been saved for in 2019, God says, I'm going to bring it forth. I wish I had somebody that spoke the King's English around here. Say, this is my year of manifestation. 2019, nine means fruitfulness. It means I'm going to finally see what I've been sowing for. I'm going to possess what I've prayed for. I'm going to finally inhabit what it is that I've been imagining. It feels like preaching today. 
It is a number of birthing, which means God says, I'm birthing out a brand new you. The people that knew you last year ain't going to recognize you this year. Because the last time they saw you, you were weak, you were discouraged, you felt like a victor. But in 2019, when they see you, you ain't going to be like Clark Kent. Baby, you're going to walk in there like Superman talking about how you like me now. Back then, you didn't want me. Now I'm hot you all up on me. People are going to be apologizing to you for how they mistreated you, for how they mishandled you, for how they did you wrong, because they're going to finally see what you knew the whole time. They're going to finally see what you recognized the whole time. Somebody say greater works, greater work. First Peter 2, 9, you are a chosen race. God, if I had time to deal with just that phrase there, put that verse up. Watch this, a royal priesthood. Say, I'm a royal priest. See, king and priest, that's what God has made us to be. Revelation 5.10, and he makes us kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Stay right there. He says, you're a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Say, holy nation. Holy nation. Say, say, we're a nation. Please understand, when God was building the children of Israel, it started with a little over 70 folk. 70 folk turned into two and a half million folk. Two and a half million folk turned into tens of hundreds, et cetera, of million folk. What are you trying to say? Whenever God is starting something, it never looks like what it's going to be. Your problem is that, watch this, you're talking about great, and right now you're in gutter, and you're like, well, how is this ever going to be great? If you'll stick with God, I'm here to tell you, God says, I'll make a whole nation out of you. Watch. He says that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his what? Marvelous light. Look at me, 915. God constantly calls every area of your life out of darkness. That's who you were, and he calls you into light. That's who you were originally designed to be. What do you mean, Bishop? Jeremiah chapter 1, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, which means God says there's a you that predates you. This you that's been through hell, that's been betrayed, that's been let down, that's been abandoned, that's been rejected, that's been through gutters, that's been through valleys, that ain't you. Because there's a you that predates all of your hurt. Y'all not talking to me. There's a you that predates that person rejecting you. There's a you that predates that person abandoning you. What are you telling me that for, Bishop? Because God is calling you out of darkness. That's what this body has done to you. And he's calling you into light. That's the you you were when you were in his presence before you ever got a body. That's the you that stood in his presence and said, holy, holy, holy. That's the you that stood in his presence and said, God, you're sending me now? He sent you to the earth, according to Jeremiah, for the time that you would be needed most. That's why you couldn't be aborted. That's why that car accident couldn't kill you. That's why when they wanted to take you out, they couldn't take you out. For some of y'all, can I get real? That's why, watch this, you dodged the bullet. Y'all not talking. That's why you were the one that didn't go that route and you missed that accident. Why? Because God says, you can't die. Why can't I die, Bishop? I'm not done. Shandabaha. The reason you cannot die is because you are not done. And God says, I sent you to the earth for the time you're needed most, which is right, shout it out now. Which is right, shout it out now. So watch. Watch this. Watch this. God constantly calls us out of, watch this, darkness. And he calls us into what? Light. Now, this is interesting because too many of us quit on God and quit on church because the calling out process is messy. It's messy for you to stop being a. If you, oh, it is Fifth Sunday. 
shoot, y'all shouldn't have told me that. I forgot. When you used to be in a lie, and now you're telling the truth, that's messy. Because smack dab in the middle of the lie, you'll be like, wait a minute, that ain't even true. When you used to be in... Anybody can tell the truth about your past that you used to not... I'm going to clean this up as nice as I can. That you, that you knew multiple people in carnal ways. Please say amen to me. Some of y'all are lost because you like carnal. Carnal. Okay, y'all still ain't there. Y'all please say amen so I can keep this clean so I can get this message done. Can anybody be honest? Watch this, because watch this. If you'll be real about it, the devil can't hold it over your head no more. Whatever you won't be real about, the devil can hang it over your head and say, ooh, I'm going to tell what you did. Sucker, you ain't got to worry about telling what I did. I'll tell on myself. So if you used to be a little loosey, if you used to be a little scandalous, if you used to be a little loose, watch this. The reason you need to give God glory is because God says you may have done everything they said you did, but you are not who they say you are. It's messy when you're used to running to sex for comfort to now run to Jesus for comfort. It's messy when you're used to going to one thing and now you got to go to Jesus. It's messy, just like a plot. This, this plant, this plant here, here we are. This plant, thank you, sir. This plant, you see it? When it's in what it was originally in, it's perfectly designed to fit that. Just like you were perfectly designed for who you used to be. If people start saying you're changed, it'd be like, you're doggone right. I'm supposed to change. If you the same you you were 10 years ago, what the heaven is going on? Somebody say, I'm changing. And here's what you need to know. Your neighbor is too. So hear me, Horvath. We are not the moral police of the world trying to beat other people down because they don't sin the same way we do. You work out your own salvation while I'm working on out. Touch your neighbor and say, mind your business, mind your business. So sick of church folk trying to judge other people because they messed up. Man, you but don't you forget where you came from. Negro, are you crazy? Don't you? Watch me. This is messy. The moment you decide to, to go into something greater, Look at the mess that got created when I had to separate from lesser. I don't know why y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Some of you, when you see the mess, you're like, oh God, something's wrong. Ain't nothing wrong, baby. I'm just going from lesser to greater. I'm going from gutter into greater. And when I'm transitioning, it's gonna be messy. Touch your neighbor, say, get in that dirt and roll. What do you mean rolling it? I'm not letting it stop me. I'm not letting it block me. I may make some mistakes, but watch me get back up again. If any man in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. All things are made new. It's messy when you ain't been a good daddy trying to repair that. 
It's messy when you ain't been a good mama trying to repair that. But they don't want to talk to me. Yeah, it's a mess. You messed up, so fix it. Shut up and fix it. It's messy when you ain't been faithful in your giving. And now you start giving. That's messy. It's messy when you fall out with everybody. And now you're trying to be a peacemaker. And you're trying to go fix stuff that you screwed up before. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Somebody say, it's messy. Say, but it's worth it. Say, I'm coming from every gutter. Say it like you mean it. Say, I'm coming from every gutter. Into greater. Watch this. I'm going to check the room. And if I don't get the response I want, I'll just finish the message here. We'll receive the offering. And I can go change outfits. Who can give God glory that you finally have outgrown that gutter? Yes, sir. I outgrew my gutter. I outgrew it. I outgrew it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody holler, I outgrew it. Say it again. I outgrew it. You outgrew being depressed. You outgrew being discouraged. You... Yeah. Yeah. Be seated. I'll keep preaching because I like your response. Jacob was a cheater. Peter had a temper and was a thug. David set somebody up. Neighbor Noah was a drunk that blamed it on the I, 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 I alcohol. Jonah was a runner. Paul was a murderer. Gideon was insecure. Miriam was a bitter gossip. Martha was a warrior. Thomas was a know-nothing, know-it-all. Elijah became depressed and was sipping on gin and juice. He was under the juniper tree. Juniper is used to flavor gin. So the Bible says he's sitting there. God is so eloquent that he doesn't tell you his gutter in the middle of showing his glory. He just says he was over there by the tree. He didn't tell you that he was getting some stuff from the tree. Talk about, I can't take no more. Watch me. <laughs> Moses stuttered. He, 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 He's, he, he, just, he, he just couldn't seem to ever get out where he was trying to go. Some of y'all haven't studied with your words. You've studied with your walk. Every time I try to take two steps, I, I stutter because it gets messy. I stutter because they're talking about me. I stutter because it hurts. I stutter. Touch your neighbor and say, you ain't going to stutter no more. Shake somebody else's arm say, you ain't stuttering no more. All of those people did great things, church, but it was messy. You need to learn how to look at the mess and say, well, let's keep it moving. And if you're like me, I don't like mess. I don't like drama. I don't like dirty stuff. I was, I was talking to a pastor the other night. When I got home, I cleaned my shoes immediately. Because I like taking good care of what I got. You know, some of y'all come in the house, you just got a trail from the door to the bedroom. Just. I'm at that guy. I'm very orderly. When I get, who, who, who that's you, you got a trail. Tell the truth. 
Who you like me? You, you just, you like, hold it. So I stop in the front. I take everything off. I lay everything out. And he said, Bishop, what are you doing? I said, I'm cleaning my shoes. He said, what? I said, that's why my stuff lasts long. I said, I take what I have and I steward it well. I said, you think success means getting new. I think success means working what you got. Somebody say, I'm going to work what I got. I think Diamond was the one who prophesied, you got to use what you got to get what you want. He said, he said, well, you do that every time? He, I said, yeah. He said, even once you jog? I said, oh, especially my jogging shoes. I said, they so dusty when I get back. Here, here's the point. So if you're used, if you don't like mess, the calling out process from darkness to light, from gutter to great, you'll think something's wrong with this. Now realize, and I'm going to give you another place to shout, then I got two more points, and so I got to wrap this up. But what, now realizing that God says, listen, we're going to get this together, but I need you to stay focused and sold out to this process. You keep stopping progress and stopping process because you're trying to clean up mess. Some of y'all didn't get nothing done yesterday because all of what people were saying was all working through your head and this, that, and the other. And you need to learn how to say to heck with that. Say he's calling me out. And then guess what? And then as soon as you get comfortable in this one, he's going to call you into another one. And you want to know what it's going to be? Watch this. Here's your shout. This dirt is less than the dirt in this one. So now when you go from this, this was greater. Once you graduate, it'll become gutter. And then it's going to be more dirt in your level up. What are you trying to say, Bishop? Stop tripping because you're dealing with a little trials and tribulations. Somebody say, it's just part of the process. If they ain't talking about you, you ain't that gifted. So which brings me to my second point. Is that you got to be sold out. I, church, I, I wasn't dealt a great hand since we planted a church. <laughs> sure wasn't. But we built it anyway. And even though God has been good to our church, and let's be clear about who the church is. We are the church. So we don't come to harvest. We are the harvest. Because, 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 because church is this word, ecclesia, which means called out people. Which means if we at the mall, we the church. We at Papa Do's, we the church. If you had her lesser-known cousin, Red Lobster, <laughs> and Cheddar Bay Biscuits, though, look. We the church. At Cherry Creek Mall. Aurora Mall. Wherever we at, we the church. I need to know that. Because sometimes you get this mentality, I'm going to church. Don't say that in church. Don't act like that in church. I am the church. So whatever I wouldn't do here, come here. I don't do it out there because I am the church. Say we are the church. 
Now, check this out. Harvest, we're a battleship, not a cruise ship. <laughs> and too many Christians get saved, and they just want to coast. I'm not going to hell, so to hell with them. I, I'm, I'm good. I'm just, I'm cruising. I'm cruising. Laid back. God says, God says, God says, Harvest, it's time for y'all to manifest a movement. And listen to me, that takes sold out people. What does that mean? People who are all in. You know the problem most people have is that they have people that are all around that are not all in. So you misinvest your time because you're investing in people who are around you but aren't all into what it is you're trying to accomplish. So you'll spend hours trying to get them to act right when you had five that would act right. You should have dropped the one that wasn't going to act right and said, you come on, let's go. Let's go with the goers. Well, watch me. Here's the question, though. Bishop, if I'm sold out, if I'm sold out. Okay, cool. So God's calling me from darkness to light. I got to be committed to that process. I got to be sold out. And, and watch this. And in being sold out, I got to be sold out to building what Jesus is building. Jesus is building his church. So, okay, that's cool, but what's in it for me? Let's be honest. That's what you really want to know. Just tell the truth. Everybody's asking that question. Even if you didn't articulate it, you thought it. When you're dating people, you're asking that same question. That's nice all what you got. How this going to help me, though? Don't lie to me. Don't lie. See, don't lie. Everything we do, we're asking that question. You know why some folk came to church today? I needed to get a word. I do. I need to be blessed. I need something. I can't wait to hear that message. I need something. We're always asking that question. So, so let's go on and answer that question. Because some of y'all are like, that's cool, Bishop, but I just kind of want to go to the mountains and go snowboarding and just, just kind of go shopping. Have some retail therapy. And if some people get saved along the way, awesome. But I want, I want to challenge you. Can I answer that question? Because you're asking. Psalm 92.13. Here it goes. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord. Here's the next part. They'll flourish in front of God. So what's the benefit to being sold out? Is God says, I'm going to make you flourish. Did, did, did you read it for yourself? I said, did you read it for yourself? Planted means sold out. It means all in. And let me give you some examples. In Acts 2.42, the Bible says this about those that had just become saved. It was just big old meeting. All these people just got saved. In fact, 3,000 people got saved in one day. Peter gets up and preaches. The thug gets up and preaches. And I know they liked his preaching because he was thuggy. And so when you're thuggy, people respond to you just because they're scared of you. Peter got up and was like, y'all going to get saved today, right? Sure thing. Both hands up. Whatever you say. You have been in somebody's presence. And just because of the authority of their presence, you were like, I, yes. They were like, are you Chinese? And you know you black. But yes, yes, I am. Yes. I am. You know you're white. And you talk about, are you Hispanic? Yes, yes. I love, I, I yes. Mm-hmm. Glory adios. Catching the point? That means glory to God. 
Acts 2.42. And they continued steadfastly. That means they were sold out to the apostles' doctrine. Have you ever seen the movie Malcolm X? You remember how Malcolm always said the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches you and I. What was he doing? He was practicing Bible. What do you mean practicing Bible? The book says that they continued in what the apostles taught them. So every time they spoke, they were repeating what they learned. And as they became teachers, watch this, it made them better students. Come here. As they shared what they were sold out to, it made them better students. Some of y'all, the reason that you watch this, have been sitting under the word but not seeing any fruit from the word is because you've not been sold out to sharing what you heard. Let's go another scripture. Matthew 16, 18, the latter part of it. Jesus says, and I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That's a good scripture, but that ain't the one I need. That's a good one, though. Say the gates of hell will not prevail. What did Jesus say he's building? The church. What has he sold out to them? The church. So here's what this means, church. God will not involve himself in building your business until you involve yourself in building his business. Wow, that's, that, that's good. Because a lot of us want God to co-sign on our stuff, and God is like, you ain't sold out to my thing. So God's like, okay, watch this. Come here. What have you done for me lately? I woke you up, started you on your way, food on your table. I've been protecting you. You didn't even pray today, and I kept you from that car accident. I've been making ways out of no ways. I kept your children. I kept your spouse. I kept, I kept your family together. It should have fallen apart. He says, I've done all of this, and I just need one thing from you. I just need you to build what I'm building. What I'm building is the church. What I'm building is more people that know about me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, now check I need you to get this because in church we shout about it and then we'll walk out of here and walk past 15 people at King Supers and say nothing. Which brings me to my third point. Say, get to the third point, Bishop. Here's how Jesus built this movement. They, they were seeking others. First is they were saved, saved. Second is they were sold out. Any sold out folk in here? See, your response is not even a sold out response. That's the wackiest sold out response I've ever seen. Please understand, B2K. And, 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 and what's them other boys? And pretty Ricky them. I, listen, listen, I already decided if this preaching thing don't work out, I'm starting me a group. I've been working on my body and everything. And listen, I will start me a group. <laughs> now, that ain't no joke. Don't, don't take that back. <laughs> I will start me a group. <laughs> listen, I, listen, I can't even dance. I'll just be the one in the back. Just I'll be like Puffy in the videos. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm just joking about that. I'm joking. About, I am joking about that. Not the working out part, but watch me. Um, so watch this. Um, um, they were in Memphis at the FedEx Forum the other day. Okay. And I know it's because we do, we, I do business with um, somebody connect that. And, and they did a picture. And the FedEx Forum in Memphis packed out. It was packed out. I said, these groups are um, not the most recent groups on the music scene. And in Memphis, they got the FedEx for packed out. I mean, and they hollering and screaming and screaming and hollering. And I said, ain't it something that those people paid to get a ticket? to come hear songs they already know. 
But because they're sold out to the group, they didn't mind standing in line. They didn't mind inviting people. They didn't mind putting it on their social media. They didn't mind saying, look, we in here, we in here. And then we come to church. Y'all not going to talk. And the place that kept you from committing suicide, you won't share. The place that kept you from giving up, you won't share. It's a doggone shame that we don't have 15 experiences on a Sunday. And that's because I need some people that are going to be sold out. If you're sold out, I need you to make it known, and I need you to make it known right here. Don't let Pretty Ricky and B2K have more sold out people than the church. Somebody holler, I'm sold out brings me to this third part. We got to seek others, y'all. Matthew 5, 14. You are the light of the world. This is Jesus talking to you. Check this out. He didn't say he's the light of the world. He said you are. A city set on a hill. I'm going to get you with this last part. I have to finish this message at 1115 in its entirety. That cannot be hidden. You can't seek others and be hiding. What, what do you mean I'm hiding? You're hiding your testimony. You're hiding your story. You're hiding your pains. You're hiding your wounds. You're, you're hiding the very thing that he says, I set you up for. You're so busy trying to front. Front is a, a new age colloquialism that means pretend. He says, you're so busy trying to pretend you're something. Not realizing that nobody believes that anyhow. You're the only one that believes that story. Because you think reality TV is real. You mean to tell me the cameras came in there just at the moment she jumped across the bed <laughs> to fight? And security happened to be in the room? I ain't never seen no real fight where security just happened to be in the room. Y'all not talking. Y'all not talking. Stevie got y'all thinking that's real. I just checked the room right there. I just figured out who y'all are. Watch. Watch me. Watch me. God says, why are you hiding the very thing that's going to help somebody else? Why aren't you telling your story? Why, why aren't you telling that, yes, you were at the edge? Why aren't you telling, yes, it was messy? Why aren't you telling the real truth that you're still in progress? Somebody said, I seek them with my story. I got to get to where I'm going fast. All of your story, including the mistakes and failures, ultimately has one purpose seen in 2 Corinthians 5.20. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God is making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ. Be reconciled to God. You can't be an ambassador for what you don't know. You're an ambassador. Watch this to somebody else that's been raped because you survived it. You're an ambassador to somebody else that's been molested because you survived it. You're an ambassador to somebody else that's been rejected because you survived it. You're an ambassador to somebody else that's been abandoned because you survived it. You're an ambassador to somebody else that's been broke, busted, and disgusted because you survived it. Say I'm an ambassador. The first part of our mission, Harvest, says we exist to change lives. That's every ethnicity, every economic condition, blacks, whites, Hispanics, young, old, tatted up, fresh out the PM, thugs, executive, PhDs, GEDs, every race, every color, every background, every pedigree, no previous church experience necessary because everybody is included. Nobody is excluded. Why? Because Bishop does, or excuse me, Jesus does the changing, not you. Say so everybody's included. Here's the problem some church folk have is you forgot... So then you disqualify other folk when they in this. Now realizing the only difference is you still in this getting ready to be pulled up out of this. 
Y'all not saying nothing. Touch your neighbor, say nobody is disqualified. Say everybody's included. Nobody's excluded. Napoleon, who wasn't actually that short. He wasn't. He said every leader is a dealer in hope. Hmm. You have people who listen to you, good, bad, or indifferent. You have people who pay attention to what you do, even if you're wrong. Here's what I'm going to need you to do. I'm going to need you to slain that hope. Translation. Some of y'all, you slain some other stuff. And don't you be shamed about it. Just talk about that. That was, that's my story, Bishop. Sure did. Matter of fact, that's how I'm paying my 500K today. That's my 100K today. <laughs> or 100K. We all have stories, y'all. God says, I need you to use your story to give hope to somebody else. Can, can I help you something? So you seek them out and you invite them here with your story. What's your story? Can, can I help you something? something? You can't reap what you haven't sowed. What do you mean, Bishop? Some of you feel hopeless because you sow no hope. So, some of you feel fruitless because you don't help nobody else get fruit. You can't reap what you haven't sown. You know why I expect loyalty from people? Because I sow loyalty. So I, I have an expectation that you owe me that. that that's just me. That's your neighbor. That's just business. If, if I've been loyal to you, I have an expectation. Watch me. Watch me. I challenge you in a moment because it's the second time I can't do it now. I'm going to challenge you before we leave this experience, for those of you who are on social media, to take 60 seconds to share your story and invite people here. Because at the end of the day, here's the deal. If you're not using your story to seek others and you're not sowing hope, God says we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Got it? You're trying to put up all of your highlight footage. You know what's amazing me? On social media, one of the greatest uh, things that ever got viewed is when I was shaving. Yeah, man. There's thousands of views. Shaving. I said, I was perplexed. I said, they didn't hear that good word, though? <laughs> like, that word was fire, though. They're looking at me shaving because they got to see me. Watch this. Like this. And that made people, pastors call me. Bishop. <laughs> Man, you crazy. I said, what are you talking about? You're in the bathroom shaving. I said, it's, I'm shaving. Like, I don't get what's so deep about it. Watch, everybody going to be shaving now. All the pastors going to be like, good morning, everybody. Because <laughs> they be watching. <laughs> All of them watch. Believe that. Watch and repeat. Watch. Um, which brings me to my fourth point, church. In a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell your story and use social media to do it. And if you're not on social media, somebody like, Bishop, I'm not on the Facebook. I'm not on the Instagram. I'm not on Snapchat. I'm not on uh, like Twitter. There's like four people in the world that still use Twitter. One. <laughs> I'm just joking. Can I give you the fourth point? Y'all ready? 
And we got to go all the way up real fast because I'm out of time. I'm actually 20 minutes over time. It's your fault, though. You were doing all that shouting during the message. So I don't take any responsibility for it. Say they were sores. Say it like you mean to say they were sores. Watch me. They were saved, saved. Sold out. What's the third one? Seeking others. Here's the fourth one. They were sores. Watch what Moses does one day. I like Moses. Exodus 36, 5 through 7. I want you to see this, and then we're going to receive our 110 in the offering, and we're going to believe Jesus for a miracle between 9, 15, 11, 15. Amen? Somebody say, Lord, do it in front of our faces. Exodus 36, 5. And said to Moses, I cut out some of it for the sake of time, the people bring much more than enough for doing the work that the Lord has commanded us to do. Verse 6. So Moses gave command, and word was proclaimed throughout the camp. Let no man or woman do anything for the contribution of the sanctuary. Look at this. So the people were restrained from bringing. Moses said, we can't receive no more offering. I prophesy that there will be a day where we will have to say, listen, y'all are making the computer system mess up. Because what you're bringing is far more than enough. Here's verse 7. For the material that they had was sufficient to do all the work. Watch me. And more. Moses says, yo, we got to build this sanctuary. We got to build the church. We got to advance our mission. We got to manifest a movement here. And Moses said, and we're going to receive an offering for it. And Moses received this offering for it. Everybody, young, young. If you're not young, don't call yourself old. I sit next to a pastor yesterday. We were in a 100-hour meeting, and uh, I was sitting there. No, wasn't that long. It was a very good meeting, actually, a very good meeting. Great man of God. I was sitting the pastor, and he was talking about, he was said, no, Bishop, when I, when I turned, he said when he turned 65, he said, you know, his, his uh, sister had died from something, and his uh, father had died from something, and he said he, he, has sur- he has surpassed the age that they died. And, and, and he said, you know, when you get to be an old man like me, I said, stop calling yourself that. I said, if you sit next to me, you's a young man. I said, you look strong and healthy. And he kind of chuckled. He kind of chuckled. Because, because I said, don't confess that. The Bible says he'll renew your strength. Caleb, Caleb was, was, was aged. And Caleb said, listen, he says, the same strength I had when I was in my 30s. He said, it's the same strength I got now. So he said, give me this mountain. Touch your neighbor. Say, God's renewing your strength. To all my 55 plus, your greatest days are not behind you. Let me preach to you. They are right here and right now. Don't you think God is done with you? Don't you think you're just supposed to sit back and do nothing? You're still breathing because you got living to do. And if you believe that, y'all agree with my 55 plusers. You got more life to live. You're not dead. You're not dying. You're not going anywhere soon. Cancer can't kill you. Disease cannot stop you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Isaiah 32.8. I'm way over time. Blame it on that Nashville hot chicken. (laughs) I'm serious. Isaiah 32.8. You ready? Okay. Isaiah 32.8. Here it is. Um, Now, they're going to put it up in the English Standard Version. uh, And I'm going to put it up for you in the, uh, or I'm going to say it to you in the, uh, New King James Version. 
Y'all ready? Okay. English standard. Let's read that. But he who has noble plans, noble things, and in noble things he stands. Here's New King James. But a generous man devises generous things, and by generosity he shall stand. See, you were considered a noble if you were a giver. What's nobility? Royalty. They said proof that your royalty is based on how you give. So they said kings are the greatest givers. You got it? Okay, that's why I wanted you to see both verses. So watch me. Here's what that word <coughs> stand means, and, and I have to close it. You ready? Here's what stand means. Stand is this Hebrew word come. Q-U-M. Got it? Okay. Now, why is that important to know? Here's what that word means. I heard somebody call it. Here's what that word means. It means to surge suddenly after falling because of your generosity. I'm going to say it again because your neighbor missed it. It means to surge suddenly after falling because of your generosity. Jesus built a movement. And if you study, the Bible talks about people who gave out of their possessions. They saved, they gave, they sowed, all of that. Jesus had a CFO, a chief financial officer. His name was Judas Iscariot. Iscariot, whose name, if I, at 11, 15, I'll teach you deeper. Iscariot, whose name, watch this, it means traitor. Judas was the son of a traitor, so he never learned loyalty from his daddy, so he didn't know how to be loyalty to Jesus. <laughs> watch me. But even though he was taking, because Jesus was generous, God still made sure he had enough. Watch it. Here it is. So here's what Isaiah 32, 8 says. But a generous man devises generous things, and by his generosity shall he serve suddenly after falling because of his generosity. Today, we're going to follow the Bible. And I pray that any area where you felt like you've fallen behind, where you felt like you are behind schedule, let me talk to some of my 30-something, 40-something. You sometimes feel like you're behind schedule because you had a life planned out and it ain't looking like that. I need to prophesy to your seed. I need to prophesy to your generosity. The book says, somebody said the Bible said. And let me throw my 20s in there, my 20, 30, 40-something. You need to hear me and hear me well. And everybody, but let me speak specifically to them because I spoke specifically to 55 plus. Let me speak to them. Watch this. Wherever you feel like you're behind schedule, Wherever you feel like you've fallen, wherever you feel like I'm never going to get there, I cancel that. And I declare that your seed is going to cause you to surge how? Suddenly. It's going to cause you to surge what? Suddenly. Say that word suddenly. Suddenly. You're going to surge suddenly because of your generosity today. If you believe what I prophesied over your seed, give God a praise for it. Hallelujah. Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, and at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. 
And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this for me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word DECISION to the phone number 59769. And when you do... I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Oh, come on now. You know you deserve it. A steak patty on any McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I mean any breakfast sandwich. Biscuit, McMuffin, Bagel, McGriddles, a juicy steak patty on any breakfast sandwich. And when you order through the app, buy one and get one free. Now go get them. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. 